Hello, welcome to 21st Century Moses podcast. My name is Sammy Zhu, your host. We've been going through a Book of Acts series. Uh, it's been a wonderful time to know what God is doing and how God has formed the church and how God is using the church for advancing God's kingdom, advancing the gospel of Christ Jesus. Today, we're going to study from Acts chapter 17. We see that Paul was in a Gentile city, and then he was preaching the gospel. And from to, uh, today, we're going to do a very, uh, very exciting exercise. So I just want to let you know what's coming up pretty soon. But in today's story, we can know how Paul was preaching the gospel. Now, if you ask a question, do you know the gospel? Probably you might say, if you have been in church for a long time, oh, of course I know the gospel, you know. But the question is, do you know how to share the gospel of Christ Jesus? Uh, you know what? Many of people who are in the church for a long time, they know the gospel. Probably they know about the gospel as information, but many times they do not know how to share the gospel. When it comes to sharing the gospel, they feel like, I'm not equipped. I don't know what to do. I don't know how to say if I screw up and, you know, I'll be, you know, very, very uh, dangerous. Uh, place, so I don't want to uh, venture myself to share the gospel because I don't know, I don't want to mess up. Well, here is a great chance that you will know how to share the gospel in a very simple way, but also in a very biblical way. Now today, in chapter 17, Paul was starting with the story of creation because the people, the Gentile people, they're worshiping something. They're worshiping idols. They're worshiping statue. But the Paul, Paul was saying, you are worshiping unknown gods. But here is what I want to tell you about God that you can know, the God of a creation, the God who created the whole world. But that is not the uh, end of the story because Paul's main point is to show that Jesus Christ, who is um, the Son of God, He is the Creator and He is the Christ. He is the Messiah. He is the chosen one, and he is the one that you need to know, and he is the one who died and rose again, and he is going to come back to judge the world. So you need to repent. You need to turn away from your sin. Otherwise, you will be judged, and you will be punished forever in the place called hell. So Paul, if I summarize this chapter 17, it comes into that way. So first of all, we need to tell people that who God is, who Jesus is, that what Jesus has done, that Jesus died and rose again. The pinnacle point of gospel is who Jesus is and his works. So if you opt out Jesus' death and resurrection, then that is not the gospel. But also there must be the invitation, clear invitation that you need to invite people to repent. Even if you heard the gospel of Christ Jesus from the uh, from the beginning to the end, if people are not responding, then what's the what's the use? So you, at the end of the gospel presentation, you need to invite people to repent, which is to turn away from their sin and turn to Christ Jesus. So today, let's look at the, today's message uh, from Acts chapter 17, verses 30 through 31. And I'm going to go to the Bible, uh, the gospel presentation. Let's read together. So having over overlooked the times of ignorance god is now proclaiming to mankind that all people everywhere are to repent because he has set a day on which he will judge the world in righteousness through a man whom he has appointed having uh, furnished proof to all people by raising him from the dead 
Amen. As you can see uh, in the verse 30, God is now proclaiming to the to mankind, everyone, that all people everywhere, doesn't matter what country and what kind of religion, what kind of culture you're from, uh, you are to repent. So this is a clear invitation that it's not just the Jewish people, it is not just the people in the church, but it is everyone, regardless of all the background, they need to repent, they need to turn away from their sin. Why? Because there's an upcoming judgment day, as you can, as you can see here, because he has set a day on which we don't know that day, but that he set a day on which he will judge the world in righteousness, in his righteousness, not in the human standard, but his righteousness through a man. Who is this man? Jesus Christ, whom he has appointed, having furnished the proof to all people by raising him from the dead. So God raised Jesus from the dead. Jesus died and he rose again. So, as I said before, we must share the gospel of Jesus Christ who, who died and who rose again, and we need to call people for the repentance. Now, let me go to a very special the section today. You don't get to see this a lot, uh, but today I want to show you how you can share the gospel in a biblical and a simplistic, easy and visual way, but it contains everything that I just told you um, just a few minutes ago. So I want to start with who God is. In the beginning, there was God. Before everything existed, God was there. God is almighty. God is beyond all things. God is king of kings and lord of lords. And he is the creator. That he created heavens and the earth. He created angels to worship him, to serve him. He created sun, moon, stars. He created birds in the sky. He created water, fish in it. He also created plants and the fruits for food. And also created animal crawling on the earth. And most importantly, God created man and woman in his image. And God gave the command not to eat from the tree of knowledge evil, but they could eat anything else. And then Adam and Eve, the first man and woman, obeyed God and they were in a good relationship with God. But one day, one of the angels who was most beautiful, most powerful uh, angel, became so proud of himself that he thought he could be like God. So because of his pride, he and his followers were kicked out of heaven and the angel became Satan and his followers became the evil spirits, demons. Now this Satan deceived Adam and Eve and said, you know, did God really say that you cannot eat from the tree of knowledge and good and evil? Well, you can eat it and you'll become like God, knowing good and evil. So, Adam and Eve listened to Satan and they ate from this tree. And then they disobeyed what God said. They did not listen to God. The Bible says, disobedience to God is sin. So, this was sin they did before God. And because God is perfectly holy and man and woman 
sin against God, so the relationship between God was broken. And not only that, they were expelled from the Garden of Eden. And not only that, they are sentenced with punishment uh, in their life, but also they are going to die and they are going to be punished in hell forever. Now, this is not only for them, but also for all of us because we are all sinners before God. And because we are sinners before God, we are, we are um, on the way to hell to be punished forever. As time goes by, there are more people on the earth. But God loves them. And God gave commandment. So God gave Ten Commandments for them to keep. When they keep it, they could have a relationship. They could restore the broken relationship with God because God is holy. However, none of them could keep the law perfectly. So God gave a way for them to be forgiven, which is to sacrifice a less than a year old lamb so that through that sacrifice their sins can be forgiven. However, this became ritualistic because the people did not truly repent from their heart and they just kept sacrificing the animals uh, and they kept, they kept sinning and sinning before God. So God gave the perfect way that He prepared before the beginning, which was to send His only Son, Jesus. Now, who is Jesus? Jesus is God's one and only Son, and He was a wise teacher. And then He was perfectly holy. He had no sin. But Jesus was also mighty, that He calmed the ocean, meaning that He is in control of nature. And He fed 5,000 people with five, fish, five bread and five fish, meaning that He meets our needs. And he also cast out demons. Demons. That means he is powerful. He is more powerful than Satan and evil spirits. And he also raised dead to life, meaning that he is more powerful. He is stronger than death. Also, he led. He is a good shepherd, meaning that he always leads us to the right path. So a lot of people loved Jesus, but at the same time, a lot of people hated Jesus. So Jesus gave himself into their hands, and he died on the cross. The question is, I mean, Jesus was a mighty man, and he was great, and he was loved by people. But why did Jesus die on the cross? Because the cross was the most critical, most horrible punishment at the time. Why did he do that? Because Jesus died because he was a perfect, he was the perfect sacrifice to for, forgive our sins. And we were supposed to die on the cross because we are sinners. But Jesus died on behalf of us. He died in our place. He died for us. 
So when God sees Jesus' death for us, He forgives our sins. And this is why Jesus died. Hebrews 9.22, Without shedding the blood, there is no forgiveness. So to forgive our sins, He shed His own precious blood. That was the perfect sacrifice to forgive all our sins. Now when Jesus... And then when Jesus died on the cross, in three days, amazing thing happened. Not only he died, but he also rose from the dead. He was risen from the dead victoriously. And he will come to the world to judge the world again. Now when Jesus was on the earth, he told his disciples a very interesting story of a father and two sons. Now the younger son was very problematic and he wanted to take money from his father and he wanted to spend his money whatever he wanted to do. So he did that. He took money, huge amount of money from his father and he went away. Went out from his home. So he did everything that he wanted to do but many many days later he spent all his money and he became a poor man. He became a beggar. And he got a job in the pig house and then he slept and ate with pigs. And then all of a sudden, he came to his senses and saying, I need to go back to my father's home. This is not life. However, I'm going home, not as a son, because I don't, I don't deserve to be called a son, but I'm going as a slave or servant. I'm going. So he set out to go back to his home. But amazing thing happened that his father was waiting for him, not with the rod to spank him or to rebuke him or uh, expel out of him, but he was waiting with open arms, with love, with tears. And he was saying, my son was lost, but now he has found. The father was so happy to see his lost son again. And the father held uh, amazing big party for his son's coming back. You know, this story is what Jesus told us to tell us the heart of God the Father. God is our Father and He is like this Father who is waiting for us. But we are like this second son. We turned against God. We, did, we are not interested in God and we are leaving God and we, we disobeyed God. We sinned against God, and we did everything we wanted to do. We did not do anything what God wants us to do. But God is still loving us, and God is waiting for us, and God loves you, and He is waiting for you. So the question is, do you want to go back to God the Father? Do you want to go to Him? The question is, how can you go to God the Father? The, the Bible John 14, 6 says, Jesus is the way, truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through Jesus, meaning that Jesus is the only way to go to God the Father. Now, do you want to go to God the Father through Jesus? If so, please repeat after me. You can pray, uh, pray repeating after this prayer. Uh, the first thing, is you need to acknowledge that, G, uh, that you are a sinner before the Lord. And second, believe that Jesus died and rose again. And then confess that Jesus is your Lord and Savior. 
So confess. Do you want to confess that? Okay, great. Let's pray together. Dear Heavenly Father, I acknowledge that I am a sinner before you. I want to turn away from my sin and turn to you. And I believe that Jesus died for all my sins and He rose from the dead to give us eternal life. I confess that Jesus is my Lord and He is my Savior. Please come into my life and lead me and guide me. I will follow Him all the days of my life. Thank you. In Jesus' holy name, I prayed. Amen. Well, congratulations. The prayer does not save you, but the prayer is a mean to confess your faith. If you truly believe in your heart that Jesus rose from the dead, and if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is your Lord, you are saved, according to Romans 10, 9. Now, do you love your family? God loves your family too. So share this wonderful story with your family as well. And then come and join the near the church because church is body of Christ that you can grow together to be Jesus' disciple, to follow Him continually. Do not stop right here, but continue your journey together with the church. And God bless you. Thank you so much. Now, this is how you can share the gospel. This is called the C2C, which is creation to Christ. As Paul was saying, Jesus is the Christ. That was his point. Jesus was not just a mere man. He was not just a mere teacher, but he is the Christ. He is the Messiah. He is the promised one. So that is the main point. And he died and rose again. The question is, do you accept that? Do you truly believe that? If you truly believe so, you need to repent. You need to turn away from your sin because Jesus died for your sin. Doesn't mean that you can sin continually. No, you need to stop sinning because that this is why Jesus died for you. He forgave you. You need to live a new life. You need to be born again uh, by the uh, Spirit of God so that this message that I just mentioned, shared with you, the C2C, is a great tool that you can use to share the gospel with someone else. And if you're a non-believer, if you're listening to the message uh, right now uh, as a non-believer, non-Christian, this is the great chance for you, opportunity for you. This is the invitation for you now. This is for you that you need to turn away from your sin and believe in Jesus now so that you will, you will have a transformed life and you will be saved. Now, if you are a Christian listening to this message, what I want to encourage you is this. Do not just uh, listen to this for yourself, but also share this message with others. Just be like Paul and Silas and go and proclaim the gospel as it is. And you can use this visual, visual presentation and you can do it in a coffee shop, at your workplace, and anywhere you go in a school. All you need is a paper or a pen. You can, use, you, you can even use your uh, palm. And if you cannot draw, you can just share it uh, by memory because this is a picture, so it's much easier for you to uh, memorize it. And also, if you're a leader of a church, then please uh, equip your church, train your church members with this 
method so that the gospel would be your church members can share the gospel wherever they go so the gospel would be spread out and the kingdom of God can advance for his name for his glory so I want to pray for you now so that as you're listening to this message use this proclaim the gospel uh, for his name for his kingdom let's pray Heavenly Father, we thank you. We praise you for this wonderful opportunity to share the gospel. Father, I pray for those who are listening to this message would be equipped and they will be empowered so that they can go out and share this wonderful message of God, uh, Jesus Christ, that Jesus is the Christ and he died and rose again to forgive our sins so that those who believe in Jesus Christ will be saved and their sins will be forgiven and that they will be poured out uh, with the Holy Spirit. I pray that this gospel would be preached to anyone who hear uh, this message, Lord. We thank you, we praise you. In Jesus' holy name, I pray it. Amen.